When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The CLNS Media Network is powered by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. We're here. <laughs> yeah, it means we're here. Long day, as you can tell. Taylor's in the Meadowlands right now at MetLife Stadium. Um, people are packing up around him, so you may see some activity there as people are trying to li- literally sweep him out of the uh, press box area. Uh, but the Patriots win uh, ugly, and so it's, it, you know, but a win is a win is a win. Uh, so we'll talk about that and, uh, you know, we'll get into the offensive performance, which, again, I still think three games in is a real big question mark. Uh, defense, again, uh, looks solid. Um, this wasn't just Zach Wilson is bad. This was also had something to do with the Patriots defense. And just kind of get your take, Taylor, on, you know, what do you think actually happened here uh, on the field here where the Patriots, again, win 15 to 10 uh, over the Jets without Aaron Rodgers, uh, with, uh, you know, a Zach Wilson led team. And, you know, Zach Wilson is just an automatic W. Uh, for the Patriots and you know, you know, that's going to happen. I wouldn't say they sweated it out, but they didn't really put it away. So let's just start on the offense. Okay. Um, Jets have a good defense. We know it. Um, But still it, you know, obviously just that real inability to get anything going down the field. It it stays there. Obviously the jets can cover (laughs) jets have a good front. I was impressed that the Patriots were able to run the ball. I mean, let's just say their commitment to the run. It wasn't incredible, but they ran the ball 40 times. They really went for it, but the passing offense again, just kind of sputtering. And again, 15 points, Bel Belichick said it himself in the post game, Taylor. Yeah. 15 points isn't going to get it done most weeks. I'm glad he acknowledged it because I kind of felt like a jerk going downstairs. Like, at first we heard from David Andrews, who fairly credited the offensive line. They didn't allow a sack. They ran for 150 yards. Like, they answered two big question marks. We were saying, okay, they can't pass protect, and they can't run the ball. They can't find balance. And they did those two things, and they're, I think, the only things that would have them in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that was clearly something they wanted to do because they kept coming out in two and three tight end sets, sometimes using Farrell Brown or pretty often using Farrell Brown as a fullback to kind of diversify what they were able to do. And we saw that really be the lifeblood of the offense. But, you know, the offensive line was really the only, yes, that's awesome. We found some continuity. Let's go. But other than that, man, I thought that the downfield passing game, I, I tweeted that I wasn't sure what went wrong exactly because this is the second of three games where they played in really bad weather. So you can't discount the fact that it is harder to throw downfield in those conditions. There were also times where it just seemed like the chemistry was so off. I didn't know who was at fault. But at the same time, like 
Mac Jones was throwing a few uncatchable passes. There were two to Demario Douglas that I think should have been penalties. Like the refs were really keeping flags in their pockets for some reason on a few plays. Uh, but it really killed them, especially when they were third down in manageable situations where they could have gone to the sticks or, you know, just shy of the sticks and maybe gotten something. And then instead you see them take a shot that's not even close. Like that kept killing them on third downs. You had some big conversions. And then you also had penalties. Like there was a one drive, you had three penalties on a three-play drive. You had the one for too many men on the field where they got bailed out with a really impressive, albeit completion of Devontae Parker along the sideline. And then Cole Strange had a holding earlier in the game that ended up contributing to them uh, having to punt. So they didn't turn the ball over. That was huge. Um, and I think that's a big reason they won the game because I'm sure if one of those drives ended in a penalty and gave New York some momentum for better field position, this game might have gone a bit differently. Um, so there were big, big good things to take away. Again, turnovers, offensive line play, but the downfield passing game being non-existent was really scary. And we'll see if it is you know, a product of the elements, if it really is just the execution because next week they play in a dome, so there's not going to be any excuses. Yeah, I mean, look, I you know – I don't know how long we're going to keep like, you know, treating this with kid gloves. They don't have dynamic receivers that can get separation and get open downfield. That's, it's going to be a problem all year. They Demario, Demario, I mean, Demario fine. But again, you know, they're so in love with Demario that after, you know, benching him last week, he played 18 snaps this week. So again, not really in their game plan. Obviously running the ball was in their game plan today. I think the snap count amazingly, Juju Smith-Schuster leads them in snaps uh, with 54, Parker 52, Parker uh, born 38, Douglas 19. When Douglas was out there, they threw. He ran 13 routes and 19 snaps. Juju ran only 20 routes in his 54 snaps. So he was out there a lot when they were running the ball. Um, but they're not, you know, there's there's just not much going on. And again, you know, we don't know what you're going to get out of Tyquan Thornton when he comes back <laughs> off the pup there, but certainly someone who can at least threaten the defense with his speed. I think, you know, maybe that changes things a little bit, but you've got Parker, a 50-50 guy, Bourne, who had a couple of nice plays. One time, he, you know, was able to shake sauce and get a first down and make some plays, and he can do that from time to time. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is a net negative at this point, just in terms of the passing offense, what he's doing. He's not doing anything. So, right, and you've got, Tight ends who are not, I mean, again, you've got a Farrell Brown 58-yard touchdown and Hunter Henry, who's your kind of security blanket. Neither one of these guys is, is striking fear into opponents' hearts. So Patriots don't have anyone you have to game plan for at this point. So they have to be smart. They have to have good design. They have to have good execution. you got to rely on Max timing and his accuracy in order to be able to get things out. But again, it's always kind of... This is, I think, what we're going to have to deal with with this offense, which is, again, why the running game, I think, Taylor, was so important today, is if you're going to dink and dunk your way down the field, you got to be able to run the Two ball a little ways. bit yeah, yeah. In, in order to soften the defense up some so you might hit a play or two down the field. But, again, really nothing going downfield you know, at this point. Just looking at Mac, how do you think Mac did? Uh, you, you mentioned he threw a couple away. Um, you know, and I don't know if it's just simply there was just guys who were just too covered or there's just certain times he could have thrown a better ball. Yeah, the downfield stuff, I got to say for the, you know, film breakdown so I can see definitively what he was seeing with the whole field. But at the same time, I thought that, like, I've been saying that Max, especially in situational football, has been pretty good. He's had, like, three moments where he's hesitated in pretty big moments, and I think it cost them a bit. But I think he's been a net positive. 
this was the first game where I can't really say that like Mac Jones is the reason that you played well. It was the offensive line. It was the run game and the threat of the run game. Take a lot of pressure off him. I would probably give him like a C minus today. Like he made some throws he needed to make. There were a couple of throws that were pretty scary. There was the one screen third and 15. I did got to stop with the third and like extra long screens because defenses keep snipping them out. And this is the second time this season that he's almost been intercepted on one of those. Um, maybe if you look at it again, I, I know Quinn Williams got a hand on it. I'm not sure how interceptable it was, but it was a scary play. And then there was the one to Hunter Henry, where I will say it was really a good defensive play. Cause I think they, I knew what was coming when I saw the formation, when Hunter Henry split out into a stack, but that was another one where it seemed like a really close call. Um, so yeah, I thought he made the throws that, he needed to make in that were there, but I thought some of the other ones that could have put the offense in position to do better and move the chains, I thought he missed on. So I would say like a generous C minus just based on the initial watch. Wow. Oh, and Taylor will dig deeper into the film um, and, uh, and, and give a more honest look, but yeah, it felt like this wasn't a great, um, a great Mac game uh, really. And, and again, it's just, you know, I, I don't know what to feel like you've got, you stack up these three games, Taylor. You got the moral victory against Philly, where that was better than anybody expected, and you were competitive against a team that's considered, you know, a top four team in the entire NFL and a legit Super Bowl contender. And then the you, <laughs> and then the Dolphins, who Woo. what's funny is you're pretty disappointed about what happened against Miami last week. Then you see what they did today, and you're like, okay you know, we did all right here, I think, but the common denominator through all of this is the offense's inability to put points on the board, which means Mm -hmm. your defense is going to have to be near perfect and you can't turn the ball over ever. The margin of error this team is playing with because they just don't have the offensive personnel to do what they need to do is a challenge. Like that's going to, I don't know when it gets better or if it gets better. I, it's still so early, man, and it is. I'm, just, I, me, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it out to you. There's reason a, for concern. I, I think that's fair. I'm, I'm not doing an, uh, I, I, uh, like a victory lap at all over yeah, it. Right. I, I think a lot of people felt the way I felt coming in. I'm telling you, can you find a way? Is there anything you see that gives you some hope or some thought? You know, they can still figure some things out and be a little bit more. Um, you, you know, if not explosive, just be a little bit more dangerous than they are right now because they really don't look like a difficult team to defend. I think the offensive line and the ground game, like that, that's the thing. It stinks because like Mac Jones didn't play well, but they won this game when Mac in the offense passing offense didn't play particularly well on the strength of their line and the run game. Like, I think that's huge. Like you said, that's got to be the difference maker where if you're going to have an offense that dinks and dunks down the field, you got to be able to do it in a different way and be able to have them respect you running the ball. I think that's a massive step in the right direction because that was something that scared me. It's like if you have bad offensive line play, nothing else matters because you're not going to have time, even if guys are getting open. And you can't just keep throwing things quick because then defenses are smart and they'll be able to figure you out. So, and beyond that, I do think there's a lot more potential with Demario Douglas than we've seen. Um, I think even like Kendrick Bourne, we've seen him getting open downfield. It's not like he's blanketed every time. Like he's got some good reps. It's just the connection hasn't been there. And again, it's been two bad weather games. So you say, all right, like I want to give them some benefit of the doubt, but that's why like this week I've, I've been saying was big for the offensive line. Like you have, you've got Trent Brown back. It was the healthiest they've been in a long time. You had to prove that now next week. It's okay. No excuses. You're in a dome. You've got a healthy offensive line. You've seen 
plenty of reps of what you did poorly trying to go downfield in this game specifically. Before, I thought it was more execution, like receivers weren't catching passes that they should have caught. This was one where it's just like everything's out of whack. Next week, if you could put something together, then, you know, it's a step in the right direction. But, but I, I agree that it's it's not looking good right now. You know what it's starting to feel like based on what they're doing and what, what I'm seeing now with just, you know, and again, it wasn't – but just the – the three tight end sets, you know, a lot of two tight end and the way they're doing running the ball 40 times today, this feels like this feels like the Cam Newton season where we're not going to do anything real on offense, but let's just keep it. Let's keep a ball control offense. Let's be smart. Let's see if we can bully a little bit. Let's see if we can pound the ball and, and, and just make smart plays and just keep it together and then hope that our defense will keep us in games. But I feel like the white flag has already been waved on this offense in terms of what they think it can do. Because what's going to happen is the kid, people at home are going to start clamoring for the kids. What bugs me a little bit here is the thing that you just said, Taylor, is, yeah, Maybe there's hope, and that hope is in the – here's why there's hope. It's, not, it, it's Demario Douglas, Tyquan Thornton, maybe Kayshawn Butte. Not because they're necessarily better than the guys you have running out here, but you're pretty certain you know what those guys have. So if there's going to be anything to open up this game, it's going to be the more athletic, more explosive, younger playmakers that you have to give opportunities to. But – I don't think Bill does that. I think Bill likes to play it safe with his veterans. We've seen that time and again. So I don't know that you're going to get those guys. The fact that Douglas, fine, he got benched last week, you know, when he was, you know, mixing in early and it looked like he might have a role. I thought for sure they were going to come back and, and fold him into some more plays. He was barely on the field at all here, and they clearly had decided what they were going to do, and it didn't really involve him in this game. And I get and it against Zach Wilson. That was a game plan. I get it here. Is all you're trying to do is not lose it on offense against the Zach Wilson-led Jets team. So it's a different game plan. Maybe they'll view it a little differently next week against the Cowboys. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think – I just don't think that if they keep sputtering like this and there's nothing happening, like at the same time, like relying on young players isn't always great because they have to prove it in practice. Like if DeMarco Douglas is having good days in practice and he's producing, then they'll put him on the field more. And I think they still want to. This was clearly just a very run heavy game plan. There were times there was only one, maybe two receivers on the field. So I think that's a big reason why you didn't see as much DeMario. Uh, But one thing I will say is Juju has been a significant disappointment. And I think it is the knee because looking like he had a thousand yards last year. You could say it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't care who's throwing you the ball. He had a thousand yards last season before camp. I was expecting, okay, he's going to be a yak guy. He's going to be a chain mover. If they flex him out, he's shown that he can win some one-on-one matchups with the back shoulder fades. Like you see from Hopkins in camp. I lower those expectations because it was like, all right, he's not catching a lot of passes. And when he does, it's usually over the middle short stuff. Like, all right, Manage expectations for Juju. I get it. At least he'll be a consistent, you know, reliable, chain-moving kind of guy. But what we're seeing now is, like, he doesn't really contribute consistently in any facet of the game. And that's where maybe I was wrong, but also he doesn't look like the same player that we saw last season. I think that's been huge, where Kendrick Bourne, you were hoping, took a step forward. Devontae Parker, you're hoping, becomes a big play threat. And I was surprised he didn't get more opportunities downfield. That was kind of weird to me considering Mac was doing that for a lot of people. He had the one, and I'm not sure if he stopped running. I heard people saying that, or if it was just a bad ball. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think it's like it's your veterans are disappointing. Devontae Parker was their best deep play threat, and he hasn't done any of that. Kendrick Bourne has flashed so many times that he can make you know crazy plays downfield. He hasn't done that consistently, or in the past couple weeks, really. 
And then again, Juju is not really doing much of anything and even getting called for a, a bad penalty on a block that helped contribute to a sputtering drive early on. So, you know, it's yeah, we have to rely on the young guys, but the veterans need to step up and do what they've been expected to do. That's why I was confident that this would be at least a top 12 offense that didn't make mistakes. But you know, fewer mistakes today, but the execution wasn't good. Let me ask you this. Where would you, on a scale of 1 to 10, where was your optimism level after the Eagles game, after the Dolphins game, and after this game? Is this the lowest you've felt about this team? For sure, for sure. Yeah. I would say, I mean, it's, it's in its mix. And it's, the say, it's weird, right? makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, it's Someone weird. in the chat called this a moral loss. You know, you got your moral victory. <laughs> it's, the, it's the opposite. It's, it's, the, it's, spot the, on. it's the... And again, I see somebody else saying in the chat, well, guys, they moved the ball enough to win. That's all you need to do against the team. Sure, but you gave the Jets the ball back three times with a chance to win the game, you know, in the fourth quarter. That's not great. Like, you're just – you couldn't even get first downs to ice the game, let alone put the points on to create separation. So, uh uh-oh. Okay, I'll be up soon. Thank you. We have to wrap it up soon. I'll let you answer here, Taylor. We're going to do a couple yeah. sponsors. Let's here, go quick. Get... De- yeah, sponsors, then we'll talk quick defense. I don't want you getting tossed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's what you would say is this was the worst feeling after the three because you were hoping that with the gifts you're going to get from the Jets not being able to move it, you'd be able to do a little bit more. But we'll get into that uh, uh, in a little bit, uh, and we're going to talk about the defense as well. Really quickly, we got to pay some bills, and we got to tell you guys about our sponsors here. Of course, everybody at this point knows about FanDuel. Uh, terrific sponsor, number one, America's number one sportsbook, the official gambling partner of the CLNS Media Network. All you have to do here is go to FanDuel dot com slash boston bet five get 200 bonus bets check it out there's a million special offers you can cash in on here as well if you want to uh get involved in the action here so once again uh it's fanduel.com slash boston now uh get into the defense here again it's almost like how much can you learn about the offense like in the preseason when the o-line was gone and blah 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 and this and that Mm -hmm. how much can you know about the defense when you're facing zach wilson and the jets yeah, I'm gonna be quick so I don't get in trouble. Um, I think the You're defense getting in trouble. To, I think the defense did what they set out to do. Like they came out in an actual base personnel grouping where they had three down linemen and four actual linebackers. Usually it's Marte Mapu is that fourth, but we all know he's a safety that they call a linebacker because you don't put linebackers in the deep middle of the field. Oh, uh, but this week we saw Keon White and Anthony Jennings, who hadn't been active all season. And we saw uh, we saw Jelani Savai and Juwan Bentley in the middle. They clearly wanted to stop the run. Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall both had 18 rushing yards, which is pretty insane, you know, even considering they're one-dimensional on offense for the Jets. Zach Wilson was sacked three times. Um, they had gave up the one long touchdown run. You know, they put a cap on the offense the entire rest of the game. So I think Gonzalez, his work that we saw against Garrett Wilson was locking him down. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway is that, is that the one good offensive player they had who was not behind the offensive line, which uh, the Jets offensive line struggled today against the Patriots front, which was expected. I thought Christian Gonzalez did really well against last year's offensive rookie of the year. I believe Romo at one point already anointed Gonzalez as one of the best quarters in the NFL right now. Are we a little premature on that? They that did it with sauce. They also. did it with uh, they did it with Patrick Sertan. Like, yeah, if you are good and you're not giving up big plays for the first few weeks, then like, yeah, they're gonna say that every year. Okay, but uh, it's also true. I, I don't think it's because he's had some pretty insane tests the first three weeks, and he's come out with flying colors for the most part. So, I, I do think it's it's pretty fair that he's getting praised. But like, you know, let's 
maybe wait a little bit longer before we go that far. But, you know, he has played uh, fantastic football. And they needed it because you're down every single Jones today. And that was, uh, you know, uh, that's something that, you, you know, you definitely had some problems in the secondary. I want to quickly ask about Zeke. I know they ran the ball hard here. Were you surprised yeah. seeing um, the split that you got out of this game uh, with uh, – Ramondre and again Ramondre's out there a lot more he was yeah. out there he's more of the passing down guy he still was out there nearly two to one in terms of snaps but in terms of carries 1916 they brought in Zeke to pound the rock specifically here in this game yeah and I thought that uh you know Mondre again like he has a big workload I think that played a big part of it but I thought it was good to see you know people have been asking is Zeke does he have his legs is he still you know He's not the same player, obviously, but he's showed that he could still be very effective. He's been pretty good on toss plays consistently this season. And we also saw that he can get the tough yards inside and the offensive line did a great job getting pushed. So, yeah, I thought this was the kind of performance you wanted to see from him if they were going to go ground heavy. The Patriots were fighting for every single yard they got, and he managed five yards a pop, which I thought was impressive because Ramondre got 3.9, and I he <laughs> he clawed and scratched for every single one of yeah, those. Yeah, so. there wasn't a lot of room there, um, you know, uh, and, and there wasn't great. But Zeke ran with a little more burst a lot of people thought they looked he looked slower past couple of the first couple of weeks and he definitely had a little bit more a uh, little more pep in his step uh today and he's got the zeke revenge game next week against the cowboys we'll preview that quick in one second but i did want to talk about something that happened outside of uh met life here and that's the freaking dolphins putting up 70 freaking points on the freaking broncos and sean payton i don't i don't i don't know what he's gotten himself into here a NFL record 726 yards of offense. You had running backs go for 350 yards uh, and eight touchdowns between uh, the two the, the 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 two running backs. There, this Dang. was incredible. And all of a sudden, the Patriots, you know, allowing the Dolphins to you know have a couple successful drives to start the game last week and then play them pretty well the rest of the time, actually mm. looks pretty good now. Yeah, man, that's ridiculous. These are like, I've never put up those numbers in Madden at any point in my life. Those are insane. Uh, yeah, I think this Patriots defense is better than we thought. It seemed kind of silly that they used that three safety defense, and obviously they got out of it after uh, just like a series or two. But they forced the Dolphins to throw underneath. They tackled, and they didn't allow them to get the big chunk plays. And the run defense obviously did struggle. There were some objectively bad refs that you want to see them clean up, and they're better than those. But at the same time, this was a great offense that they held to a pretty modest day for any good offense, much less one that obviously is putting up ridiculous numbers like that. So it just makes you feel better about the Pats defense and maybe a little more scared of the Dolphins because they did that without Jalen Waddle. <laughs> they did. How many quarters would it take the Patriots to put up 70 points against anybody? How many quarters are in a season? <laughs> How many points are the Patriots have this year? That many. Not 70. <laughs> Not 70. I'll tell you that. What did they have? They had how many coming in? Uh, 52 coming in plus 15. Oh, there's nope. They have 52 total. Sorry. They're at 52 right now. I feel so bad for Garrett Bowles. His uh, post-game press conference was just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. saying, like, all I've done here is lose. <laughs> and, like, he's, he's a tackle. It's not like he's, you know, a wide receiver or, like, a diva. That's a dude who's getting his ass kicked every single day. And, man, you got you to gotta feel for the guy. Uh, very quickly here, Taylor, uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys next week, they lost, okay? Yeah, cards. Lost to the Cardinals. Nobody saw yeah. that coming. 
That was pretty insane. Yeah, um, I think I don't know if Brandon Cooks played or not. I've been seeing the stats. I know that he was out last week, which definitely impacted their ability to put points on the board and like move the ball. Obviously, they did pretty well against the Jets. Um, but the passing game wasn't as good as you would expect for my Cowboys passing attack. Let me see the stats right now. Um, wow, Brandon Cooks, two, yeah, two receptions, 17 yards. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to watch the tape and see what they did because that's pretty wild. And it also, you know, makes that you more did optimistic. Not look great the at all, but they, their D backs play, they, 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 their D backs played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Patriots I, have good DBs, so hopefully this week letting John Jones rest up will pay off next week. Well, I just I I, I think once again is you're going to have you're facing another tough defense, obviously, but um, things have changed now with Diggs obviously out of the yeah. game. I think the Patriots will do their best to scheme up guys like Parsons. There's other playmakers they have there, but this game this game looks a little less daunting based on everything we've seen outside of what the Patriots are doing. You saw what the Dolphins did, and you feel better about the Patriots' defensive effort against them, and you've seen Dallas really lay an egg here offensively, uh, and yeah. their defense come down to earth some. So uh, this game, I think, was penciled in as an automatic L and p- potentially an embarrassing one the way that the, the 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 Cowboys are playing. I think maybe less so this week. Then again, they could be mad as hell and things could get really ugly, but I don't know. And Patriots offense should be mad as hell after today. So hopefully they match each other's energies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor, any closing thoughts here before you get tossed? Uh, defense, have faith in the Patriots defense. Uh, be excited that the offensive line looks better and that the running backs got things going and be skeptical of the passing offense because they have not given any reason to feel otherwise. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook? Want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Looking for calorie-conscious options during the busy season? Try the delicious dietitian approved Calorie Smart Meals with around uh, less than 550 calories per serving. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash presspass50 and use code presspass50 to get 50% off. That's code presspass50 at factormeals.com slash presspass50 to get 50% off. Uh, Once again, Patriots defeat the Jets uh, in kind of a slop fest, 15-10. Taylor's going to dig deep into the film, check things out, and see what he likes here. I felt like there was something else we wanted to touch on. Is there anything left over? I don't know. If, if so, I'll tweet it. I'll, I'll make a video or something. I'm genuinely afraid of that man coming back. And getting I'm watch- I've got your back. I'm literally watching your back. And, yes, right. I would agree with some of the comments here. The Patriots don't have the speed that the Cardinals have, and that's what got Dallas today, uh, you know, uh, with a couple couple big plays there for sure. Um, and that was, you know, they, they really they really caught him off guard. Um, mm. They really caught him off guard. There's some warring here in the uh, – it's an automatic L, 5-12 season. 
some people are down. I think people are more down than up on this one. He's gone. Oh, Dub yes, Taylor, we got to go. He's out of here. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm yeah, wrapping okay. it up. Seriously, I'm gone. Bye. I love no, you all. Thank Taylor, you for tuning in. Taylor, don't get arrested. <laughs> okay. Guys, thank you for watching. Check it out on our YouTube channel. I'm Taylor's going right to go. Now. Watch. Look, look. He's thank gone. You. He's already gone. Bye, Taylor. Um, okay. Sorry, I didn't want Taylor to get any trouble there. Taylor at the Meadowlands, uh, holding down the fort, and that is a problem sometimes when you're on the road. Those guys can get a little feisty and they want to toss you, and it's New York, so they don't have much tolerance there. I have been locked in a stadium once before. That wasn't fun either. Um, sometimes you can hang out really, really, really late with the television crews doing all of your tapings and all of your live stuff. And yes, I have been locked inside a stadium. Um, so at least Taylor was, uh, that guy was nice enough to let him know that the, that the time has come. So again, thank you guys for watching. I'm sorry it was so quick, but uh, again, as we said, uh, Taylor was being a uh, Taylor was being run out of there. Uh, more stuff coming tomorrow. You're going to get more podcasts, Patriots daily Patriots beat. Um, Taylor's going to break down some film as well. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Patriots press pass. Thank you guys for hanging out. We do appreciate it. We'll see you guys. Bye.